0: Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet.
1: You are now in the Sapphire Planet.
0: Africa is the world's second largest and second most populous continent after Asia. At about 30.2 million kilometers squared or 11.7 million square miles including adjacent islands it covers 6% of the earth's total surface area and 20.4% of the total land area with 1 billion people as of 2009 It accounts for about 14.72% of the world's human population. The continent is surrounded by the Mediterranean Sea to the north, both the Suez Canal and the Red Sea along the Sinai Peninsula to the northeast, the Indian Ocean to the southeast, and the Atlantic Ocean to the west. The continent includes Madagascar and various archipelagos. Africa has 54 fully recognized sovereign states or countries, nine territories, and three de facto states with limited recognition. Africa, particularly Central Eastern Africa, is rightly regarded within the scientific community to be the origins of humans and the hominid clade as evidenced by the discovery of the earliest hominid fossils and their ancestors as well as later ones that have been dated to around seven million years ago including Australopithecus afarensis, Australopithecus. Aferanus, Homo erectus, Homo habilis, and Homo ergaster, with the earliest Homo sapiens, modern humans, found in Ethiopia being dated to circa 200,000 years ago. Africa straddles the equator and encompasses numerous climate areas. It is the only continent to stretch from the northern temperate to the southern temperate zones. Africa's expected economic growth rate is about 5% for 2010 and 5.5% for 2011. Africa is considered by most paleoanthropologists to be the oldest inhabited territory on Earth with the human species originating from this continent. During the middle of the 20th century, anthropologists discovered many fossils and evidence of human occupation, perhaps as early as 7 million years ago. Fossil remains of several species of early ape-like humans thought to have evolved into modern man, such as Australopithecus afarensis, radiometrically dated to approximately 3.9 to 3 million years ago. Boise, circa 2.3 to 1.4 million years ago, and Homo ergaster, circa 1.9 to 600,000 years ago, have also been discovered. Throughout humanity's prehistory, Africa, like all other continents, had no nation states and was instead inhabited by a group of hunter-gatherers such as the Khoi and San. At the end of the ice ages, estimated to have been around 10,500 year B.C., the Sahara had again become a green, fertile valley and its African populations returned from the interior and coastal highlands in sub-Saharan Africa. However, the warming and drying climate meant that by 5,000 B.C., the Sahara region was becoming increasingly dry and hostile the population trekked out of the Sahara region toward the Nile Valley below the second cataract where they made permanent or semi-permanent settlements. A major climatic recession occurred lessening the heavy and persistent rains in central and eastern Africa. Since this time dry conditions have prevailed in eastern Africa and increasingly during the last 200 years in Ethiopia. The domestication of cattle in Africa preceded agriculture and seems to have existed alongside hunter-gatherer cultures. It is speculated that by 6000 BC cattle were already domesticated in North Africa. In the Sahara Nile complex people domesticated many animals including the donkey and a small screwhorn goat which was common from Algeria to Nubia in the year 4000 BC the climate of the Sahara started to become drier at an exceedingly fast pace this climate change caused lakes and rivers to shrink significantly and caused increasing desertification this in turn decreased the amount of land conducive to settlements and helped to cause migrations of farming communities to the more tropical climate of West Africa. By the first millennium BC, ironworking had been introduced to northern Africa and quickly spread across the Sahara to the northern parts of sub-Saharan Africa. And by 500 BC, metalworking began to become commonplace in West Africa. Ironworking was fully established by roughly 500 B.C. in many areas of East and West Africa, although other regions didn't begin ironworking until the early centuries A.D. Copper objects from Egypt, North Africa, Nubia, and Ethiopia dating from around 500 B.C have been excavated in West Africa, suggesting that the trans-Saharan trade networks have been established by this date. At about 3300 BC, the historical record opens in North Africa with the rise of literacy in the pharaonic civilizations of ancient Egypt. One of the world's earliest and longest-lasting civilizations, the Egyptians, state continued with varying levels of influence over other areas until 343 BC. Egyptian influence reached deep into modern-day Libya, north to Crete, and Khan, and south to the Kingdom of Axum and Nubia. An independent center of civilization with trading links to Phoenicia, was established by Phoenicians from Tyre on the northwest African coast of Carthage. European exploration of Africa began with ancient Greeks and Romans. In 332 BC, Alexander the Great was welcomed as a liberator in Persian-occupied Egypt. He founded Alexandria in Egypt which would become a prosperous capital of the Ptolemy dynasty after his death. Following the conquest of North Africa's Mediterranean coastline by the Roman Empire, the area was integrated economically and culturally into the Roman system. Roman settlement occurred in modern Tunisia and elsewhere along the coast. Christianity spread across these areas at an early date, from Judea via Egypt and beyond the borders of the Roman world into Nubia. By AD 340 at the latest, it had become the state religion of the Askumite Empire, thanks to Syro-Greek missionaries who arrived by way of the Red Sea. In the early 7th century, the newly formed Arabian Islamic Caliphate expanded into Egypt and then into northern Africa. In a short while, the local Berber elite had been integrated into Muslim Arab tribes. When the Umayyad capital Damascus fell in the 8th century, the Islamic center of the Mediterranean shifted from Syria to Kairawan in North Africa. North Africa had become diverse and a hub for many mystics, scholars, jurists, and philosophers. During the above-mentioned period, Islam spread to sub-Saharan Africa, mainly through trade routes and migration. Pre-colonial Africa possessed perhaps as many as 10,000 different states and politics, characterized by many different sorts of political organizations and rule. These included small family groups of hunter-gatherers such as the Sand People of Southern Africa, larger, more structured groups such as the family clan groupings of the Bantu-speaking people of Central and Southern Africa, heavily structured clan groups in the Horn of Africa, the large Sahelian kingdoms, and the autonomous city-state in kingdoms such as those of the Akan, Yoruba, and Ibo people in West Africa and the Swahili coastal trading towns of East Africa. By the 9th century, a string of dynastic states, including the earliest Hasu states, stretched across sub-Saharan savannah from the western regions to central Sudan. The most powerful of these states were Ghana, Gao and the Kanem-Bornu Empire. Ghana declined in the 11th century, but was succeeded by the Mali Empire, which consolidated much of western Sudan in the 13th century. Kanem accepted Islam in the 11th century. In the forested regions of West African coast, independent kingdoms grew up with little influence from the Muslim north. The Kingdoms of Neri and Ibo was established around 9th century and was one of the first. It was also one of the oldest kingdoms in modern day, modern day Nigeria and was ruled by Ezi Neri. The Neri Kingdom is famous for its elaborate bronzes found in the town of Ibo-Ukwa. The bronzes have been dated from as far back as the 9th century. The Almoravids were a Berber dynasty from the Sahara that spread over a wide area of Africa and the Iberian Peninsula during the 11th century. The Banu Hilal and Banu Magil were a collection of Arab Bedouin tribes from the Arabian Peninsula who migrated westward via Egypt between the 11th and 13th centuries. Their migration resulted in the fusion of Arabs and Berbers where the locals were Arabized and the Arab culture absorbed elements of the local culture under the unifying framework of Islam. Following the break of Mali, a local leader named Soni Ali founded the Songhai Empire in the region of Middle Niger in the western Sudan and took control of the Trans-Siberian trade. Soni Ali seized Timbuktu in 1468 and Yenna in 1473, building a regime on trade revenues and the cooperation of Muslim merchants. His successor, Askia Muhammad I, made Islam the official religion, built mosques, brought Muslim scholars, including Ali Magali, the founder of an important tradition of Sudanic African Muslim scholarship, to Gao. By the 11th century, some Hasu states, such as Kano, Jigawa, Kentizna, and Gorber, had developed into walled towns, engaging in trade, servicing caravans, and manufacturing of goods. Until the 15th century, these small states were on the periphery of major Sudanic empires of the era. Paying tribute to Songhai in the west of the Konem Boro to the east. In the late 19th century, European imperial powers engaged in a major territorial scramble and occupied most of the continent, creating many colonial territories and leaving only two fully independent states, Ethiopia. Liberia. Egypt and Sudan were never formally incorporated into any European colonial empire. However, after the British occupation of 1882, Egypt was effectively under British administration until 1922. The Berlin Conference held in 1884-1885 was an important event in the political future of African ethnic groups. It was convened by King Leopold II of Belgium and attended by the European powers that laid claim to African territories. It sought to bring an end to scramble for Africa by Ethi- er- European powers by agreeing on political division and spheres of influence. They set up political divisions of the continent by spheres of inter- interest that exist in Africa to this day. Imperial rule by Europeans would continue until after the conclusion of World War II, when almost all remaining colonial territories gradually obtained formal independence. Independent movements in Africa gained momentum following World War II, which left the major European powers weakened. In 1951, Libya, a former Italian colony, gained independence. In 1956, Tunisia and Morocco won their independence from France. Ghana followed suit the next year, March 1957, and becoming the first of the sub-Saharan colonies to be freed. Most of the rest of the continent became independent over the next decade. Portugal's overseas presence in sub-Saharan Africa, most notably in Angola, Cape Verde, Mozambique, Guinea Bissau, Sao Tome, and Principe lasted from the 16th century to 1975, after the Estado Novo regime was overthrown in a military coup in Libespan. Rhodesia unilaterally declared independence from the United Kingdom in 1965 under the white minority government of Ian Smith, but was not internationally recognized as an independent state as Zimbabwe, until 1980, when black nationalists gained power after a bitter guerrilla war. Although South Africa was one of the first African countries to gain independence, the state remained under the control of the country's white minority through a system of racial segregation known as apartheid, until 1994. Today, Africa contains 54 sovereign countries, most of which still have their borders drawn during the era era of European colonialism. Since colonialism, African states have frequently been hampered by instability, corruption, violence, and authoritarianism. The vast majority of African states are republics that operate under some form of the presidential system of rule. However, few of them have been able to sustain democratic governments on a permanent basis, and many have instead cycled through a series of coups producing military dictatorships. Great instability was mainly the result of marginalized of ethnic groups and graft under their leaders. For political gain, many leaders fanned ethnic conflicts some of which had been exaggerated or even created by colonial rule. In many countries, the military was perceived as being the only group that could effectively maintain order, and it ruled many nations in Africa during the 1970s and 1980s. During the period from the early 1960s to the late 1980s, Africa had more than 70 coups and 13 presidential assassinations. Border and territorial disputes were also common, with the European-imposed borders of many nations being widely contested through armed conflicts. Cold War conflicts between the United States and the Soviet Union, as well as the policies of International Monetary Fund, also played a role in the instability. When a country became independent for the first time, it was often expected to align with one of the two superpowers. Many countries in northern Africa received Soviet military aid, while many in central and southern Africa were supported by the United States, France, or both. The 1970s saw an escalation as the newly independent Angola and Mozambique aligned themselves with the Soviet Union and the West and South Africans sought to contain Soviet influence by funding insurgency movements. There was a major famine in Ethiopia when hundreds of thousands of people starved. Some claimed that Marxist Soviet policies made the situation worse. The most devastating military conflict in modern independent Africa has been the Second Congo War. By 2008, this conflict and its aftermath had killed 5.4 million people. Since 2003, there has been an ongoing conflict in Dufar, which has become a humanitarian disaster. AIDS has also been a prevalent issue in post-colonial Africa. In the 21st century, however, the number of armed conflicts in Africa has steadily declined. For instance, the civil war in Angola came to an end in the year 2002 after nearly 30 years. This has coincided with many countries abandoning communist-style command economies and opening up for market reforms. The improved stability and economic reforms have led to great increase in foreign investment into many African nations, mainly from China, which has spurred quick economic growth in many countries, seemingly ending decades of stagnation and decline. Several African economies are among the world's fastest growing as of the year 2011. Africa, is the largest of the three great southward projections from the largest landmass of the Earth. Separated from Europe by the Mediterranean Sea, it is joined to Asia at its northeast extremity by the Isthmus of Suez, transected by the Suez Canal, which is 163 kilometers wide. Geopolitically, Egypt's Sinai Palencia, east of the Suez Canal, is often considered part as Africa as well. From the most northerly point of Africa, Ras Ben Saka in Tunisia, to the most southerly point, Cape Agulhas in South Africa, is a distance of approximately 8,000 kilometers or 5,000 miles. From Cape Verde in the west, the westernmost point, to Ras Hafan in Somalia, the most easterly point, is a distance of approximately 7,400 kilometers, or 4,600 miles. Africa's largest country is Algeria, and its smallest country is the Seychelles, an archipelago off the east coast. The smallest nation on the continental mainland is the Gambia. According to the ancient Romans, Africa lay to the west of Egypt, while Asia was used to refer to the Anatola and islands and lands east. A definite line was drawn between the two continents by the geographer Ptolemy 85 to 165 AD indicating Alexandria along the prime meridian and making the Isthmus of Suez and the Red Sea the boundary between Asia and Africa. As Europeans came to understand the real extent of the continent, the idea of Africa expanded with their knowledge. Geographically, Africa includes the Arabian Peninsula, the Zergos Mountains of Iran, and the Anatolian Plateau of Turkey, marked where the African Plate collides with Eurasia. The Afrotropic Ecozone and the Sahara Arabian Desert to its north unite the region biogeographically and the Afro-Asiatic language family unites the north linguistically. The climate of Africa ranges from tropical to subarctic in its highest peak. Its northern half is primarily desert or arid, while its central and southern regions contain both savanna plains and very dense jungle rainforest regions. In between, there is a convergence vegetation patterns such as Sahel and steppe dominate. Africa is the hottest continent on earth. Drylands and deserts comprise 60% of the entire land surface. The record for the highest temperature recorded was set in Libya in 1922 at 58 degrees Celsius. Africa boast perhaps the world's largest combination of density and range of freedom of wild animal populations and diversity, with the wild population of large carnivores, such as lions, hyenas, and cheetahs, and herbivores, such as buffalo, elephants, camels, and giraffes, ranging freely on primarily open, non-primitive plains. It is also home to a variety of jungle animals including snakes and primates and aquatic life such as crocodiles and amphibians. In addition, Africa has the largest number of megafauna species as it was the least affected by the extinction of the Pliostene megafauna. Fauna in Africa, in its broader sense, is all the animals living on the African continent and the surrounding seas and islands. The more characteristic African fauna is found in the Afro-Tropical ecoregion, formerly called Ethiopian, the Sub-Saharan Africa. Lying almost entirely within the tropics and equally to the North and South the Equators creates favorable conditions for rich wildlife. Whereas the earliest traces of life in the fossil record of Africa date to the earliest times, the formation of African fauna, as we know today, began with the splitting up of the Gowanda supercontinent in the mid-Mesozoic era. After that, four to six faunal assemblages, the so-called African faunal strata, can be distinguished. The isolation of Africa was broken intermittently by discontinuous filter routes that linked it to some other Gawanduan continents, Madagascar, South America, and perhaps India, but mainly to Laurasia. Interchanges with Gawandua were rare and mainly out-of-Africa dispersals, where interchanges with Laurasia were numerous and bi-directional, although mainly from Laurasia to Africa. Despite these connections, isolation resulted in remarkable absences, poor diversity, and emergence of endemic taxa in Africa. Madagascar separated from continental Africa during the breakup of Gundawandaland early in the Cretaceous, but was probably connected to the mainland again in the Eocene. The first Neogene faunal interchange took place in the middle Miocene a major terrestrial fauna exchange between North Africa and Europe began about 6.1 million years ago before the beginning of the Messinian salinity crisis. During the early tertiary, Africa was covered by a vast evergreen forest inhabited by endemic forest fauna with many types common to southern Asia. In the Pliocene, the climate became dry And most of the forest was destroyed, the forest animals taking refuge in the remaining forest islands. At the same time, a broad land bridge connected Africa with Asia, and there was a great invasion of animals in the steppe fauna into Africa. At the beginning of the Pliocene, a moist period set in, and much of the forest was renewed, while the grassland fauna was divided and isolated, as the forest fauna had previously been. The present forest fauna is therefore of double origin, partly descended from the endemic fauna and partly from steppe forms that adapted themselves to forest life, while the present savanna fauna is similarly explained. The isolation in past times has resulted in the presence of closely related subspecies in widely separated regions. Africa where humans originated shows much less evidence of loss in the Pleistocene megafaunal extinction perhaps because coevolution of large animals alongside early humans provided enough time for them to develop effective defenses in situations in the tropics spared it also from Pleistocene glaciations and the climate has not changed much since There are large gaps in human knowledge about African invertebrates. East Africa has a rich coral fauna with about 400 known species. More than 400 species of ectonerms and 500 species of bryozoa live there too. Greater diversity of freshwater mollusks is found in East African lakes. Of marine snails, less diversity is present in Atlantic coast, more in tropical West Indian Ocean regions, which has incidentally over 3,000 pe- species of gastropods with 80, 81 of them endemic to that region. Cowrie shells have been used as money by native Africans. The land snail fauna is especially rich in Afromonte regions and there are some endemic families in Africa but other tropical families are common too. 156 tardigrade species have been found and about 8,000 species of arachnids. The African millipede Ascriperscanus gagis is one of the largest in the world and 20 genera of freshwater crabs are present. the soil animal communities, tropical Africa are poorly known. A few ecological studies have been undertaken on microfauna, mainly in West Africa. Earthworms are being extensively studied in West and South Africa to this day. Approximately 100,000 species of insects, have been described from sub-Saharan Africa, but there are very few overviews of the fauna as a whole. It has been estimated that African insects make up about 10 to 20 percent of the global insect species richness, and about 15 percent of new species descriptions come from Afrotropics. The only endemic African insect order is Mantofasmatadeo about 875 African species of the dragonfly have been recorded. The migratory locusts and desert locusts have been serious threats to African economics and human welfare. Africa has the largest number of termite genera in all continents and over 1,000 termite species. 1,600 species of bees and 2,000 species of ants. Among all hypotermans are known to be from Africa. There live also 3,607 species of butterflies being the best known group of insects. The caterpillar of the Mopani moth are part of the South African cuisine. Among the numerous species of African beetles are the famous sacred scarab dung beetle and the enormous goliath beetles. Africa is the richest continent of freshwater fish with about 3,000 species. The East African Great Lakes Lake Victoria, Malawi, and tanganyika are the center of biodiversity of many fish, especially cyclids. They harbor more than two-thirds of the estimated 2,000 species in the family. The West African coastal rivers regions cover only a fraction of West Africa but harbors 322 of West Africa's fish species with 247 restricted to this area and 129 restricted even to smaller ranges. The Central River's fauna comprise 194 fish species with 119 endemic and only 33 restricted to small areas. The marine diversity of fish is greatest near the Indian Ocean shore with about 2,000 species. There live more than about 2,600 bird species in Africa. Some 114 of them are threatened species. The Afrotropic has various endemic bird families including ostriches, mesites, sunbirds, secretary birds, guinea fowl, and mouse birds. Also, several families of passerines are limited to the Afrotropics. These include rock jumpers, bush shrike, eyes, and rockfowl. Other common birds include parrots, various cranes, crown cranes, blue cranes, wattle cranes, storks, slaty, egret, black heron, Maribus, Adam Stork, or the Shoebill. The birds of prey include buzzards, harriers, old world vultures, and others. Interestingly, the African penguin is the only penguin species, and Madagascar was once home to the now extinct elephant birds. Africa is home to numerous songbirds, pipits, orioles, and peckers. The red-billed koala is the most abundant bird species in the world. Of the 589 species of birds, excluding seabirds, that breed in the paleo temperate Europe-Asian zones, 40% spend the winters elsewhere those species that leave for the winter, 98% travel south to Africa. More than 1100 mammal species live in Africa. Africa has three endemic orders of mammals. Aardvarks, aphorocides and Macroscelids. The current research of mammalian phylogeny has proposed that Afrotheria clade, excluding the African orders, the East African plains, are well known for the diversity of large mammals. Among the marine mammals, there are several species of dolphin, two species of sirens and seals, And of the carnivorous, there are 60 species, including the hyenas, lions, leopards, cheetahs, serval, as well as the less prominent bat-eared fox, African polecat, African-striped weasel, caracal, honey badger, speckled-throat otter, several mongooses, jackals, civets. The family Eulipteridae, is restricted to Madagascar. The African list of ungulates is longer than any other continent. The largest number of modern bovids is found in Africa. African buffalo, dukers, impala, reebok, Ridigle, Ornik, Dick Dick, Clipspringer, Orby, Generic, True Gazelles, Hardebest, Wildebeest, Dibotane, Elon. Other even tone ungulates include giraffes, hippopotamuses, warthogs, giant forest hogs, Red River Hogs, and Bush Pigs. Odd-toed ungulates are represented by three species of zebras, wild African wild ass, black and white rhinoceros. The biggest African mammal is the African bush elephant, the second largest being its smaller counterpart, the African forest elephant. In the past three years, the elephant population has significantly increased in Africa. In some parts, the population has increased by astounding 300%. Four species of the pangolins can be found in Africa. African fauna contains 64 species of primates. Four species of great apes are endemic to Africa. Both species of gorilla, the western gorilla, known as Gorilla Gorilla, and the eastern gorilla, known as Gorilla Burgundy, and both species of chimpanzee, common chimpanzee, known as pan troglodytes, and the bonobo, Pan-paniscus. Humans and their ancestors originate in Africa. Other primates include culbus, baboons, jeldus, ververt monkeys, guenins, macaws, mandrills, crested mangabees, white eyelid mangabees, kipjunis, allen swamp monkey, Patas monkeys, talapin lemurs, and aye-aye are characteristic to Madagascar. deforestation is affecting Africa at twice the world rate. According to the United Nations Environmental Program and according to the University of Pennsylvania African Studies Center, 31% of Africa's pasture lands and 19% of its forests and woodlands are classified as degraded, and Africa is losing over 4 million hectares of forest every year, which is twice the average deforestation rate compared to the rest of the world. Some sources claim that deforestation has already destroyed roughly 90% of the original virgin forest in West Africa. Since the arrival of humans 2,000 years ago, Madagascar has lost more than 90% of its original forest. About 65% of Africa's agricultural land suffers from soil degradation. Africa has over 3,000 protected areas with 190 marine protected areas, 50 biosphere reserves, and 80 wetland reserves. Significant habitat destruction increases in human population, and poaching are reducing Africa's biological diversity. Human encroachment, civil unrest, and the introduction of non-native species threatens biodiversity in Africa this has been exaggerated by administrative problems, inadequate personnel, and funding problems. The plight of Africa is in our hands. We can choose to ignore it, or we can choose to do something. But we must choose right now.